coming from a country which has a really long history and a large number of people, there are certain cultural norms against which we all live and struggle each and every day to break free. There are a lot of people who become underestimated, underappreciated, under-resourced and this has been happening for generations at stretch. It happens and we all need to kind of evolve against it, develop and like I said, break free. When you grow older, for me, it was about the developed and the developing countries and people that come from these two countries. How representation can be different and perspectives completely ignored because you come from a certain culture. When you enter the workspace, it can be your age, your experience, it could be just your gender. And those are the just main factors of being under-resourced and underappreciated. In all of these things, one of the major struggles that we all face are our own inner struggles, where our own inner voice isn't supporting us and not being kind to ourselves. This podcast is about our ways of breaking free from this kind of underestimation, underappreciation, and being under-resourced by building our own strength from within. In the last couple of days, what the world has witnessed is that even after being less represented, people can prosper and achieve incredible successes. This podcast is dedicated to each one of us who have broken free from the demons inside of us as well as around us to succeed and achieve the goals that we had set for. Welcome everyone to the podcast Outreach Cast, which is on everyday behavior. There are times when we wonder whether the trade-offs that we've made over the years were worth it. Our expertise, our leadership authority are questioned. Our struggle to represent our most authentic self is questioned. We need to find clear pathways for others to also take the leadership ladder and progress, irrespective of the race, gender, caste, class, country, region, all of that. People need to find those clear pathways. And situations like these need us to have that self-belief. And that can develop using self-affirmations. Self-affirmations are statements which are said with confidence about a perceived truth. It could be about us, us in the surrounding in which we are it, or it could be about, again, ourselves in the life situations we find ourselves. These are statements that are designed by us to create self-change in our own selves. They serve as inspiration, they serve us to focus our attention towards our goals and just act as simple reminders to where we are at and where we want to go. They are 
they have the ability to enhance our task related performance and be receptive to the mistakes that we make acknowledge them not beat ourselves up for them however there is the other side of positive affirmations affirmations need to be conscious and they need to be something that um address the reality of our own strengths of our own abilities and capacities uh versus the whitewashing that we kind of may be doing for our insecurities with positive thinking as a temporary solution even unreasonable positive thinking can cause a lot of anxiety and depression when the reality doesn't reflect on it and how we can address some of these problems of positive affirmations is first is acknowledging our thoughts and our feelings we need to stop giving that time to ourselves where we are beating ourselves up we need to start having an interrogative self talk rather than a directive one who tells us that we are not good enough tweak the way that you speak to yourself and have a kind of a way of asking questions to yourself that how can you do this better why isn't it helping that way what happens is that it kind of activates our problem solving brain and helps us create solutions rather than being fixed at our inability to get past that situation and it's it's like you need to greet the negative thoughts about yourself with a sense of curiosity oh is is this how we think and why you know that's the way we need to look at a lot of times we are focusing on perfection that i'm the best i have this and i have that as form of affirmations we need to start rewriting or redrafting our affirmations or positive thoughts towards progress which are realistic and achievable we need to have an improved thought okay like um, i am moving towards this so that i can achieve that you need to have those kind of affirmations and look i have done so much already i have put in so many efforts already and just few more things to do we need to change the way we talk to ourselves by just talking about progress rather than perfection it is the improvement that you are looking for in yourself and it's within your own realm is what you need to believe is true that's it you don't need to believe in things that you feel realistically are unachievable there is a sense of self awareness that we all need to have in order to grow and a lot of leaders around us believe in that they believe their realistic capabilities they set realistic goals which are achievable and then they achieve it and it doesn't come from what others around us talk but it comes from within what we think we are capable of rather than what people say you are capable of that's what affirmations do they help us realize our own capacities and capabilities and ability to achieve those goals that we've set out for ourselves so listen to that inner voice which is telling you where what you can achieve rather than the inner voice that is self sabotaging 
There's a lot of research that has been done uh, using social experiments in physical environments, in clinical settings around self-affirmations. And I'm going to briefly talk a little bit about each one of them. So in 2013, Carnegie Mellon University conducted this study with uh, its students to achieve scholarships to do a certain task. And there were around like 80 students that conducted, uh, that were part of the study. And the only thing that was differentiated was the performance of students who um, self-perform versus students who don't. And they found that students that um, do self-affirmations create a kind of buffer against stress around them. And it also improves their problem-solving skills through that. J. David Cresswell and his team did this study and it is still one of the most iconic studies supporting the work of self-affirmations. What is interesting is that affirmations can also cause some kind of neuroplasticity. We all have the belief that at a certain age only our brain develops and after that it's just stagnated. So any new thing that you do will not get developed within the brain but it isn't true at uh, at every level of our lives our brain keeps developing so you can learn a new language it could be a much slower process than if it would have been if you had learned that language at an early age in your life but it is still there there is some form of plasticity and that is what dr david Schechter in his work mind body workbook talks about that when patients who are suffering from pain disorders or some kind of psychological stress causing physiological disorders when they self-affirm and have those positive thoughts around their capacity to face some of those um, situations it improves their ability to face their treatments and succeed from it it has been found to be beneficial for some of these disorders wherein it's like it just helps to defeat the self-sabotaging thoughts that we have that we might not go through this. Dr. J.M. did a similar study in 2016 and he found that when you do self-affirmations, it activates the same part of our brain which gets activated when you are doing something that gives you pleasure, which rewards you. So it could be as simple as getting a promotion, it could be as equal as, you know, getting the food that you like. It basically activates the same part of your brain as um, any of these things that get you some kind of pleasure does. And it's really important to note as a psychologist, as a behavioral scientist, that the way you think drives our attitudes, our responses, our actions and our behaviors. So we need to be very mindful of the way we think and we think about ourselves. That's the key thing that it is there. Affirmations or these positive thoughts about ourselves can have different effects at a different times in our lives. At a, at a very early life stage, it can just help us create a robust sense of self that strengthens us and not weaken us. It helps us realize that we will fail sometimes 
and we need to use this failure to learn, grow and develop our resiliency. It will help us question and reject negative stereotypes. At my, at my end, I have faced a lot of negative stereotypes and the way to face those stereotypes was just to self-affirm and have that belief that you can go ahead and go beyond it. And that was only possible when we embrace our unique strengths, our unique cultural resources that we bring to the table. It's the new perspective. So believe it, embrace it and use it so that you can rise up. When you move into middle stage in our lives, we always want to do something that is purpose-led, something that leads to a certain kind of impact that you desire. You bring in the culture, the values, the skill fit that you want to see on ground and use it and using tactics that you've developed. And this is the time where you are questioning success in your life with being authentic. And I would say it's best to be authentic, be your real self and make choices which are closer to who you really are. And when you grow older in your life, it's all about using the influence that you have had around you in your society, in your organization to use it for good and use it for others to grow. Uplift others because that's the greatest scrutiny you would have at that point of time where the youngers, youngsters would question your authenticity, your leadership, if they are not uplifted. You need to clear the pathway for others to grow. It's not anymore about your achievement, what you bring to the table, but how many people you bring to the table. And that's the willingness that we need to have. And that can only happen by just being open to sharing our knowledge, our experience, and building a sense of legacy around you. This podcast is my legacy of my knowledge, my learnings um, over the period of time in behavioral science and how it affects us in our everyday life. That's my legacy. What is your legacy and what do you want to be it to be really? And this brings me to the leaders around us who have achieved at multiple levels in their lives be it in, in the area of sports, be it in the area of policy, it could be in areas in our own organizations, we would have seen leaders strive against odds to be where they have come. And those leaders, this podcast is dedicated to you. Your achievements are exemplary because they were against the odds. They weren't with the tide, they were against them. And you still strive and succeeded. So this podcast is for each one of you who want to move, get up, rise up against those negative thoughts that you have, against the negative stereotypes that you face and you reject and you grow against them. This leads me to the last segment of this podcast where I'm asking each of my listeners to join this initiative called Ask Twice where you reach out to a friend, colleague, family member and just ask them how they're doing and ask this question twice. Because the first time they might just think it's a courteous ask, but the second time 
when you ask this question, they would realize you're creating an environment to just open up and talk about themselves. And maybe that's your legacy that you leave behind, where you are just listening to people around you and giving them the ideas of self-affirmations or self-belief. Until the next week, take care. Bye.